0: And get my dad. Okay. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care. It is well, either way. Must answer the charges alleging that he pooped on the back of the Homedale High School on a daily basis.
2: I give you America itself.
1: This is Ed McMahon, and
2: now is Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> Just a girl.
3: Oh, I keep forgetting. Never mean we have to change our opening music, and we're trying to settle on something. I'm not sure this is the right ball. time for bringing back the Duke Ellington hazards. Thing. I disagree. Although I am wearing a rebel flag shirt, a rebel do? flag hat, I have a rebel flag belt yeah, buckle, and of course, the hood of my car is a rebel flag. So. I'm a fan of the Dukes. I call my car the General Jackson.
2: I used to have a car called the General (laughs)
3: Lee. (laughs) I (laughs) sold it. I bought the General (laughs) Jackson. So I guess Waylon Jennings might not make the cut. Live from Studio C. (laughs) C is in confederacy, senor. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And today, everybody, Monday, brand new week, huh? Anything could happen this week. (laughs) The big promotion, the raise. You you get marched to your car with a cardboard box. Oh, no, that too? Could all happen this week. Oh, no. Today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. I just flitted. Oh, a
2: never-ending scandal talk. Hmm.
3: Telling you. Only exists if you watch it. And I I didn't, so... Good if for you. you have to tell just, me.
2: No, I won't. I won't be I won't be baited, threatened, nor bribed
3: into talking about it. Um, so let's introduce somebody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi this morning, Michael?
0: Good. I'm very, very, very good, as a matter of fact. Uh-oh, what happened? On the way here, a gas truck didn't see that I was in the lane next to him and started veering into my lane, huh. not knowing that I was there. So I quickly got out of that lane and went to the other lane and drove past him. But... uh yeah, anytime you're doing battle with a gas truck, you're going to lose that. Well, oh, so, a
2: big old tanker thing. Yeah, big oh, old tanker yeah.
0: didn't, didn't even terrifying. Didn't signal nothing. He just started going over. I, I
3: maintain that not signaling when you change lanes should be like a, a nine hundred dollar fine because oh. that is the. It's such an easy thing to do. It's just it's laziness at the worst level. I mean, the amount of effort it takes to lift your arm and pull your little lever, and it makes all the difference in the world. If you're next to a big truck and you see their light come on, uh-oh, got to get out of the way. Or anybody else. Sure. The, the the safest thing you could do is please everyone. I always use my turn signal. Always use your turn signal. Every time. It's when you don't think somebody's there, right. that's when it's important. So use it always. Well said. That's my PSA. You've saved lives today, Jake. I hope so. Well and, done. And when you have one of those experiences, you think... Okay, that was that close. That's the sort of story that in the morning news traffic slowed down. Looks like we have a major crash on I whatever today. Possible fatality. Yeah, it, it, that's uh, just unbelievable. Anyway, it's a little, a uh, little close to the bone for starting the show, <laughs> probably. I'm sorry, I'm a Christian man.
0: <laughs> no, but um, I won't complain cool.
2: Let's all keep our windshields clean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I won't complain about anything today after that. There yeah, you go. Know, yeah, you're grateful exactly to be right. alive. No, There's right.
2: a
3: life lesson, Michael. There's a
1: positive. Enough, enough of your smugness, huh? <laughs> <laughs> There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Oh, doing very well recovering from a uh, weekend full of questionable decisions. <laughs> And, uh, wow, a good one, in a, other words. A and Cinco de Mayo on a Saturday will do that. A Cinco de Mayo on a Saturday when it was also uh, World Naked Gardening Day sure. and the Cannabis Cup that I attended uh, later on in the evening. Um, <laughs> and uh, I will say that if you're going to Naked Garden, a cactus garden is not the beginner's uh, the one that you oh, want to start oh, with, my. so I regret that. You attended uh, the Cannabis Cup. Oh, and what a what a what an energetic crowd that was. <laughs> 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 like, so... So this thing had been going on for two days. It was a Friday-Saturday thing. Uh There was a uh, concerts at the nighttime of each of the days. So my friend and I, we got there about 5 o'clock. Concerts started around 6 or this, whatever. This is uh, giving out awards for best marijuana now that it's legal. Yeah, well, it's been doing this for years. It is now in Main America and California because it's legal. It's been held in Vancouver, Amsterdam. It's gotcha. put on by High Times Magazine usually. I don't know if this one actually was. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it's a trade show for weed, right? Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's, if you've ever been to a trade show for, for hunting or cars, it's, it's exactly like that, except for it's weed. And there's a concert at the end. How many booths are there? I mean, was, is it like hundreds? hundreds? Really? Like maybe a hundred, like between one and 200 would probably be my guess. So it's pretty large is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of people. It was. I don't know, because it was the first time in California that they was... This this is probably going on too long. We can stop any time. But it it seemed very last minute, and like 90% of the budget went to the musical acts. There was not a lot of other stuff around. And I also thought it was interesting that there was no alcohol there. I guess at these weed convention things, you can't have both. You can either have...
3: That's interesting. Now,
1: that's an interesting wrinkle to me. Yeah. I I, I was fascinated at that. There's a bit of a battle, then, going on between... I, I believe so. And I don't know if that's, like, licensing fees or if there's... If there's alcohol there, you're required to have a a greater cop presence there. Maybe they just wanted to keep the police presence down. There is
2: that, and it's the whole—you can't serve alcohol at a strip club either, because Mm. you know the combination of genitals and alcohol will lead to God knows what. But so so
1: weed is
3: being seen as something different than drinking. Then obviously, though, so you can't throw them together. Yeah, that's one of my uh, Jason Aldean, biggest country star on the planet, and I listen to a lot of that music because my kids are into it. One of his songs is. Um, uh Friday night I'm, I'm smoking this week away and I thought man, they're really mainstreaming the whole weed thing no doubt about it when it's into country music on a and I, on a Friday afternoon.
1: I will also say that I was probably the only person at the Cypress Hill Lil Wayne. Uh, Lauren Hill concert that night that was also at the Hall & Oates concert earlier that week. <laughs> You're the only one who
3: made both of those. Yes. Yes. There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
0: Well, once again, my friends, another sporting investment gone awry, but it was a thrilling ride.
3: Justify
0: a two-length lead as they come to the final
3: 16. Good magic on the outside is second. Audible third on the inside, Then it's not regarded.
0: They're coming to the wire. Don't you He's man. just awesome! No. Justify has won the Kentucky Derby. Ah, my investment, Good Magic, came in second, oh. so close, so close. You so, bet on
3: the horse that finished second.
0: Yeah. So once again, I have failed to bring home the bacon and continue to act as the show's cautionary tale about the
1: pitfalls
0: of investment in sport. It was a sloppy
1: track. It Great was an example
2: of of things coming and going. I forgot it was on. It used to be something America would stop and watch the Kentucky Derby. I just didn't even think about you it. You also was Saturday, right? couldn't
3: dial it up on your phone anytime you wanted to back in the day. Yeah, I suppose. which might have something yeah. to do with oh, it. I don't right. know. Right. Yeah, the, if you're going to see
1: it, you had to see it then. The sense of urgency. Yeah, the second it's over, yeah. it's immediately yeah. in my pocket.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: um, you ever
2: been to the pig races? I like it. at a county fair or something? Yeah. Now, that's a fun race.
3: <laughs> a <pig> race. <laughs> I once saw Wiener Dogs race. Oh, boy, was that good! So horses, eh, uh, fine. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday. It's May 7th, year 2018, setting you straight in 218, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve this program. Why do we
2: sit there drinking a martini at Del Mar with my, my honey in her fancy dress and her big hat? And- Watching the pigs race. Boy, that'd be a good afternoon. (laughs) Maybe smoking some weed. Yeah, (laughs) that would help. All right, let's begin the show now. Officially, according to FCC rules and regulations, let the pig of logic outrun the madness of the modern day at Mark...
0: Buenos dias. Dios mío. Welcome to North Dakota today. I'm Christy Larson here with Chris Berg.
1: Bienvenidos. Feliz Cinco de Mayo.
0: Grab your guacamole and start mixing the margaritas. Hello, or should we say, Hola. Hola. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everyone. (laughs) Cinco de Mayo
3: celebration. Oh, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Well, that's simply Spanish for the 5th of May.
1: I'm going to put on my sombrero. Olé! Olé! Cinco de Mayo! Oh hey, great! Ro- sure.
3: yeah. So there is a montage of local TV stations across America doing their, hey, we We know it, Cinco de Mayo.
1: And this is the special treat. Have you got the weekend crew? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's my sombrero? Ah, And then they laugh like it's
3: the funniest thing they've ever heard. For some reason. That
2: hurt my heart.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What
0: are other headlines, Marshall? Another stormy weekend for the Trump legal team. We've got volcano evacuations stepping up and aspirin's connection to skin cancer. Stories minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. I'll be ding-danged. How does mail bag look? Oh, it's fine. We have
3: a great freedom-loving quote of the day and uh, weekly shower thoughts. Uh, that sounds like a pretty good, way to, pretty good way to start things. So Rudy Giuliani continued to go around making, uh, ah, doing yes. interviews over the weekend? Ah, yes. Oh, He's boy. not slowing down. Nope. Oh, boy. There you go. He's got lots of energy, just like his boss. Boy, some of that video from Hawaii is amazing, isn't it? Now, that's a traffic hazard. <laughs> Holy yeah, cow.
1: No kidding.
3: Uh, lots of stuff on the way. Stay with us on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The
2: conscience of the nation.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: There has been a poll a surprising number of Americans say they would try sex with a robot. Oh, boy. As we get further along with artificial intelligence and all that sort of stuff. So we'll talk about that later. You know, I don't don't tune in to hear that sort of randy talk. How about that star-studded opening of Saturday Night Live? Holy cow. That yeah, was a lot of stars. It was. It was a uh, night of a thousand
2: stars. It was very amusing, too. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a little, you know, a little obvious. Hey, guess what we're going to do? We're just going to berate Trump today. But we'll play a little of that coming up later, including Stormy Daniels herself, who showed up. It's the mainstreaming of uh, Skankery.
3: I did appreciate in my mind. that they made a pretty harsh Stormy Daniels joke about her during the news on Saturday Night Live. So mm. they were not taking it easy on her. Fair and balanced, eh? Looky, I didn't hear the jokes, but the cold opening was pretty well done.
2: I read a review of it, believe it or not. I thought it was just a link to the video, but it was a review of the cold open. and They approached it like they were reviewing an opera or something, and it was incredibly self-serious and ridiculous, and it's hard to imagine why somebody wrote it, much less anybody read it, but I did.
3: Well, Stormy Daniels, Alec Baldwin, Ben Stiller, Um, But the funniest thing of all was his crazy doctor being played by Martin Short. Oh, yes. I was raped! I was (laughs) raped! Yeah. (laughs) He was hilarious. Oh,
2: boy. (laughs) Mailbag. Oh, God. You know, there's a danger in doing this gig for a while. And we've been doing it for a while. You can get not too hip for the room exactly, but like world-weary. And, and think, yeah, we've gone over that, or that that's an old one, or whatever. And, you know, this, new people tuning in all the time or becoming politically aware, or, or changing their minds, or whatever. So I'm going to try not to do that. For instance, this quote, this freedom-loving quote of the day from George Bernard Shaw, sent along by Ben the Libertarian, is absolutely, it's as familiar to me as... E pluribus unum, or, uh,
3: or you know, takes one to know one, that sort of thing. Or slippery when wet. Well, right, but uh, piso mojado. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I say to my Hispanic friends on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> piso mojado. It's the only Spanish Mi amigos. I know. Y amigas. The only Spanish I know. That's
2: right. Um dur. But anyway, uh, George Bernard Shaw quite famously said, A government which robs Peter to pay Paul can always count on the support of Paul. There you go. Take that! So true! Haven't done this for a while at the beginning of Mailbag. We've posted something fantastic, or at least I sent it along to uh, Senor Hanson. It's been recommended to us several times by folks, and I finally got around to looking at it. The uh, bad lip-reading people did the Mark Zuckerberg uh, grilling in front of the Senate. And it is like virtually everything the bad lip-reading people have done. So funny, I had tears coming out of my eyes. It is really... Really good, and we've posted it for you at armstrongandgetty.com under hot links, or certainly will within the next couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, here are your weekly shower thoughts as compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. Um, If you don't look... Oh, if you don't look back on your past self and cringe, then you haven't grown
3: as a person. Oh, well, That, well that, that there's... It's nice to hear something that's a positive right? about looking back on your past self and cringing. That's Well, that's why I shared it with you. I thought... You know what? That is somewhat comforting. I had one of those yesterday. I, I was mowing the lawn, and for some reason, I thought about something I said or did. I don't even remember now. Oh, God. Years ago, I was like, oh, my God.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Regrets. <laughs> I've had
3: a few. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, sure, boy. But uh, so it's a good thing. That means you've grown. It if seems, you're just a if you're just a d b your whole life right you don't you look back on your life and say yep about the same now as I was then so. i I
2: have no regrets I haven't done anything I regret or said anything <laughs> I mean either you're a paragon of virtue and God bless you or uh or you're an idiot but enough talking about regrets I'm thinking about mine and I have many many uh I like this one falling down is the same thing as being hit by a planet that's a good one <laughs> I got hit by Earth. Hilarious. Uh, pe- oh, this is great. This is for you uh, computer types, you uh, you tech people. Penguins are just SEAL software running on bird hardware. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so good. Yeah, I installed a SEAL operating system on a bird mainframe and... Uh, kind of this weird little thing, waddles around, but can swim like hell. Can it fly? No, no, it's SEAL software. That's funny. Uh, This is a brilliant idea. If Lego and Ikea partnered and Lego made all the instructions, people would have a much easier time building the things they bought. I know. Yeah. Uh, That reminds me, my my daughter Kate is uh, trying to make money any way she can as she hunts for a job and has uh, put it out that she will assemble your Ikea furniture for you. For that's a small awesome. fee, that's nice. awesome. because
3: she's super good at it. Oh, cool! So, yeah, I hope you know. There's that's 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 a trade-off. Like I got a I got a linky faucet on my sink, not a hard project, something I could do, sure, but I don't have the time. It'll take you, it, including the hardware store, run back and forth. Couple hours, maybe. Right. right. And I just, I just ain't got it. This weekend ain't going to happen. So I right. will hire somebody to do it. It'd be the same thing with putting together some furniture. Yeah. In fact, I got some unput together things in my garage. Well, if so you, that's very same reason. You got to pay your travel expenses. <laughs> I'll live- someone in to put together this bookcase. <laughs> <laughs> if you live in the SeaTac
2: area and you got some IKEA stuff laying around, uh, email me. I'll put you in contact with her.
1: Uh, let's see. I'd love to know if... I, I've got this theory that the people who grew up with kind of, the quote, modern Legos of, here's the here's the guide, here's the pieces together, I I feel like there's a connection between that and people who are like, no, Ikea furniture's fine to put together. I can mm. do it, no problem. Yeah, I don't but have there. any... I actually don't have any problem putting
3: it together. There's uh, sometimes way more pieces than it seems like there ought to be. But... Were you a modeling guy? You've oh, built yeah. Models, I was obsessed mm-hmm. with building models. Yeah,
2: I think it's a mental process more than it is the instruction. The instructions are a little quirky at times, but I don't... For some reason, I've never had any
3: problem. I don't really Thereby. get the jokes, Other but than it takes a lot longer than it seems like it should, yeah, yeah.
1: The pictures yeah. of the people are always kind of funny <laughs> well, like all those the... are Swedish people. they look like that over there.
3: <laughs> I don't know if I've had this problem with Ikea specifically, but i've ha- I've put together a lot of things in my life where all the pieces weren't there, and that's pretty annoying.
0: Oh, yeah. You're supposed oh. to have
3: 19 of these oh, bolts, and there's only annoying. 17 of them or whatever. Yeah.
0: The table with three legs
2: when there should be four.
3: Yes. Come on now.
2: Carlo with a great uh, great idea for Kanye West to help him make a little more money, and because uh, I understand he and Kim are having a little trouble making ends meet with their new kid. It, mm-hmm. it happens. But I think Kanye West's new song would make a great kitty litter ad. you know? Dee-dee-whoop. Whoop-dee-scoop-dee-poop. Yeah. poopity scoop tiny can't you endorse
3: that actually, actually would he might end up making more money off of that song than any song he's ever done kps keep poopity scooping that's carla thanks hey, carla. carla
2: good idea uh can't make this s up writes dale in san jose uh is just talking to a uh, at lunch a couple of friends i mentioned that i'd gotten got in a home entertainment center and the speakers i have et cetera. Et cetera. an hour later Amazon ad pops up on my friend's phone for those very speakers. He has no interest in owning them, has made it clear he's never searched for them. So it's obvious that whatever app is listening, it's feeding to our prime vendor. Uh, kfq P T P keep effing quiet unless you plan to buy, Dale.
3: <laughs> I don't know if that's happening or not, because I think we've all had the experience where all of a sudden you want to buy a minivan and you see that minivan everywhere. Sure. Um, so it's just you weren't paying attention before. It wasn't on your radar. But... If I found out that Google or Facebook or whoever was listening and then targeting the ads, would I be shocked? Of course not. No. I would think, yeah, I assumed you probably would. I've been mildly surprised when we've had fairly reliable people tell us it's not happening. Well, here's the the thing. We know that they can. They've said that they can. And they don't. What else has big tech uh, said no to that would have been good for them? Anything? <laughs> Anything that they can do, they have done. Certainly, until they get caught, become super billionaires doing it. Yeah. So Marshall's got his news coming up in a minute, and then we'll uh, get into the news flow. We will play some clips from Saturday Night Live. There's some funny stuff over the weekend. Some of the jokes were hilarious. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. You know, so much of morning TV and radio is designed just to make you angry, it would seem. Um, And uh, the topic matter is of uh, no significance really to you whatsoever. (laughs) Um, I've got this for you. Actually would be of help. So it turns out, if you feel like you're getting more robocalls, especially on your cell phone, it's true. The numbers are out. We're all getting way more of them. Congress is going to take a look at that, but there are some steps, concrete steps you can make to try to get fewer robocalls. Number one, smash your phone with a hammer. And who wouldn't stay tuned for that? I wouldn't. Because mm. I hate them. Does it factor into the Stormy Daniels thing? No, it does not. Mm. Uh, oh. Congress is going to take a look at that because, uh, you know, there's all kinds of laws that are supposed to stop that from happening. It's clearly not working. Mm. But, um. Has Rudy Giuliani
2: talked about it? (laughs) He has
3: not. (laughs) No. He has not. What's Trump's role? Yeah, what about Trump? In Robocop. Tie Trump in. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Now,
0: President Trump's legal challenge is once again dominating the weekend talk shows with the president's new lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, making another round of appearances, telling ABC's This Week that Trump doesn't have to comply if he gets subpoenaed by special counsel Robert Mueller. Asked about it on ABC's This Week, the former New York City mayor said, We don't have to. He's the president of the United States. We can assert the same privilege as other presidents have. President uh, Bill Clinton at the time resisted the subpoena as part of the uh, Monica Lewinsky investigation. Yeah, oh
1: boy,
3: I can't believe I'm getting sucked into this, but um, everybody needs to recognize that... Uh, We've been through this before. It's just that the president was a Democrat at the time, and so a lot of the people saying certain things, it's the reverse of what it was right. back in 96 or whatever year that was. Yeah, Trump fought hard to discredit um, Kenneth Starr and make and make it seem like whatever they came up with, or the special counsel, so that whatever they came up with was a load of crap. He did the same thing Trump's doing. Mm. Trump's not... An, uh. an you know, out there on a limb doing right. something unheard of? No, it's exactly the same thing happened the last time a president was in trouble. For instance.
0: Giuliani saying... And say- fighting
3: subpoenas and all that sort of stuff.
0: Giuliani saying he does hope he gets a chance to tell Trump about the risk he's going to take if he does speak with the special counsel. Every lawyer in America thinks he'd be a
2: fool to testify. I've got a client who wants to testify. Please don't... He said it yesterday. And, you know, Jay and I said to ourselves, my goodness, I, you know, we, I hope we get a chance to tell him. The risk that he's taking.
0: Now, when he was questioned about the Stormy Daniels issue, Giuliani said the payment that Trump's longtime attorney Michael Cohen made uh, to her was for
2: protection. This was for another purpose to protect him, to protect his family. It may have involved the campaign, doesn't matter. And it would have been done under any other circumstances if there was no campaign
3: that's a pretty decent argument because you can absolutely 100% believe that they would have done the same thing without a presidential campaign as Sam Stein of I think it's the Daily Beast uh, wrote essentially I'm paraphrasing
2: it uh, and keeping in mind that this is uh, perhaps 130 gur worth of in-kind services at the, the worst case Which is an SEC, or not an SEC, but a FEC uh, violation of the smallest proportions. But anyway, his defense is, yeah, he maintains a slush fund to pay off chicks he sleeps with.
3: Probably lots of rich guys do that. Yeah, so... Ain't cool, ain't the way I roll, but it's not a crime. Right. Right. It's great gossip. Listen,
2: I don't mind the fact that over on the Morning Joe, they're super into this because they hate trump and it's a great way to tear him down and portray him as a a pig and a cat and a you know payer off of skanks and the rest of it that's fine but i just quit trying to
3: elevate it to a quote-unquote constitutional crisis it just ain't by the way speaking of trump's lawyer this is one of my favorite jokes from saturday night live white house lawyer ty cobb has announced that he will be stepping down at the end of may Cobb will return to his old job of
1: challenging you to a hot air balloon race around the world.
3: (laughs) That's a
0: visual. I I laughed out loud at that. He's the guy with the handlebar mustache, don't you know? Right. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, Stormy Daniels used Saturday Night Live to send a warning to President Trump. The adult film star appeared in the uh, show's opening sketch over the weekend alongside Alec Baldwin who played Trump, of course. Daniels telling the fake president how she feels he can end the scandal involving the payment made to her by his lawyer to keep quiet about her and Trump's alleged affair. Just tell me, what do you need for this to all go away? A resignation. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Being president is like doing porn. Once you do it, it's hard to do anything else.
0: Then then Baldwin asked her. I solve North and South Korea. Why
1: can't I solve us?
0: Sorry, Donald. It's too late for that. I know you don't believe in climate change, but a storm's a coming, baby. Woo!
3: Oh, God!
2: Do you want me to vomit, Marshall? Is that your goal for the news? Me
3: vomiting? <laughs> for someone who's a uh, an actress, she is a terrible yes, she, does a terrible job of reading lines and sounding like a real human. Well, base. and she
2: actually made a joke about that during the sketch too. Right. We're
3: not exactly known for our acting. God, I'd say.
2: Turns out that taking well, aspirin... as I've pointed out many times, porn actors aren't actually acting. They are fornicating. They're actually fornicating. Now, if, you know, they greet the pizza guy, that's acting. Before he unleashes, you know, the, the pizza.
0: Taking daily aspirin is being linked now to a higher risk of melanoma among men. Researchers at the Northwestern School of Medicine in Chicago looked at 200,000 patients and they found that men who take once a day aspirin have double the risk of skin cancer. Yeah, John. I do that. Yeah,
3: there's so many things. We, we have no idea what, what, what we're doing to ourselves with all the chemicals that we either take in on purpose or are surrounded by. They'll find this out 50 years from now. Right. As I drank out of my like 40th plastic water bottle over the weekend, I thought, I wonder what this is doing to everybody, and they'll find out in 50 years.
0: Yeah. Study also found that women who take aspirin every day do not have any increased risk. Now, among the numerous possibilities for this, is that men may be more vulnerable to skin cancer because they have a lower amount of protective enzymes in their bodies compared to females. Mm. And aspirin... because
2: we don't have time for those enzymes. We're busy doing the work of America.
0: And and aspirin may erode those enzymes, contributing to the possibility of developing melanoma. Mm. So, there you go. That's your uh, aspirin. Got no enzymes to spare. Your aspirin cure or curse story for today. Wow, is aspirin the new coffee it in is. the world? It this is, is. This is time This around. is exciting. Yep. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting at Getty Show. The conscience of the nation. Squeeze the bird. Oh, boy. A well, little something you can do about the
3: robocall situation, which is so annoying on your cell phones. That was one of the great things to going to cell phones from a landline, right? You thought you'd gotten away from those bastards. Right. If I ever get a call that's a call, I'm shocked.
2: Somebody who needs to talk
3: to me, who I want to talk to,
2: right? It's, it's such a rarity, it's
3: it's like Christmas. Yeah, it's true. You answer the phone from an unknown number, assuming that somebody's trying to sell you something. Sure. Hey, it's, it's Jim. and uh, oh, oh, hey, Jim. Well wow. oh, that's awesome. How odd. Fantastic. Sorry, I'm a little caught off guard. <laughs> yeah. I was ready to yell at somebody. <laughs> uh, stay tuned for those tips. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The conscience
0: of the nation.
3: Michael Avenatti, the lawyer for Stormy Daniels, said that he was speechless after Giuliani said that Trump reimbursed Michael
1: Cohen. In fact, Avenatti was so speechless that night, he only appeared on 20 shows on six different networks.
3: And they actually showed the, uh, they had a montage of all the different shows, 20 shows that he went on. Speechless. Yeah. (laughs) She's good. He's good. She's getting her money's worth. Yeah. I,
2: there's a real complicity in the media, though, to constantly refer to him as her attorney when he is functioning purely as a promoter and agent. That's what he's doing. I mean, our we've had a couple agents. They have law degrees, or one of them did. Um, we should call them our attorneys. It sounds more important. Well, right, but they're not functioning as our attorneys when they're calling saying, you ought to have A&G on and pay them a lot of money. They're an agent, and that's what he is.
3: So if it seems like you're getting more robocalls than you used to on your cell phone, it's because you are. Congress is going to take a look at that. But here are some things you can do to uh, take care of that. The most simple and effective remedy to deal with robocalls is to not answer numbers you don't know. Is anybody else doing that? Of course, the problem with that is your especially older friends who actually call you on the phone. Um They're always surprised that you don't answer. Uh, but just interacting with these calls is generally generally a mistake. If you do answer, don't respond to press a number to opt out. All that does is verify that your number is working and you will get many, many more calls. So yeah, if there's a right. if there's a press 2 if you don't want to receive these phone calls, don't do that. Mm. Which I think I have maybe have done in the past. Yeah, I might have too. That's a pro tip. It's a life hack. Um, I found this segment of this article pretty interesting as they have some expert talking about the National Do Not Call Registry, which you should list your number on, and that if you do get calls from uh, companies you have put on, you've put your number on there and you still get calls, you should report them. Then they say, later in this long paragraph, if you skip to the bottom, of course, if I'm sitting in India dialing a million numbers, what are the odds I'm even going to be fined from violating the Do Not Call Registry? It's probably zero. Yeah. So there's yeah. Z- <laughs> right. So everybody's uh, ignoring it and nobody's getting fined. So other than that, I'd go ahead and report it. Yeah, take your time. It. You can download apps. I'd never heard of these, such as Truecaller, Robo Killer, Mister Number, No Nomo Robo, and Haya, which are all different apps with various degrees of s- success at blocking calls. You Mail, if you use that, will stop your phone from ringing with calls from suspected robocallers and deliver a message that your number's out of service, which is a pretty good one, and then they would take you off their list. I just heard about some new software they use where, I can't remember how it works, but
2: the call appears to be coming from somebody from your contact list incoming. Because now they can mask it oh. so it looks like it's coming from your area code. We, oh, wow. yeah, I'm sure everybody listening gets those all the time. but yeah. So they're getting more and more clever about it. But I'm, I'm curious about
3: these apps, how they work. Yeah, somebody try one, let us know. Uh, phone, the phone companies actually do this. I didn't. I don't think I knew this. T-Mobile, Verizon, AT and T. They have tools that do this. They'll work on blocking calls if you let them know um, certain numbers that are a problem for you. Turn the tables. I'd not heard of this idea. The Jolly Roger Telephone Company, which turns the tables on telemarketers. This program allows a customer to put the phone on mute and patch telemarketing calls to a robot, which understands speech patterns and inflections and works to keep the caller engaged. Wow. <laughs> Nice. <clears throat> so then you just go about your business, and then this robot is talking to the poor salesman until they get tired of it, I guess. Wow, it's like hiring a wise-ass friend to to deal with your robocall. Subscribers can choose robot personalities such as Whiskey Jack, who is frequently distracted <laughs> by a game he is watching on television, or Salty Sally, a frazzled mother. Yes. The robots string the callers along with vocal fillers like, uh-huh, and okay, okay. After several Three. minutes, some will ask the callers to repeat their sales pitch from the beginning, <laughs> which often prompts the telemarketers uh, to have angry meltdowns. Yes! According that's to, what I'm looking for, according, vengeance! According to sample recordings on the company's website, Hanson, you got to check out the sample recordings they have at Jolly Roger Telephone Company. Maybe that's something we want to air, of them making telemarketers have a meltdown. I like the idea of that. Uh-huh. Um, here's a... Okay.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you repeat that?
3: Uh huh. So far, of it. it. So far, the best thing I've learned after uh, 200 words telling me I should sign up for the <laughs> Do Not Call Registry is that it's a waste of time. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I've noticed. I haven't heard. I hadn't heard this though. One recent scheme that they've got going by some companies is they try to get you to say yes, then they use the word yes later as a recording. Um. To get unauthorized charges on your credit card and that sort of stuff. Oh my god! Yes, Arnold. So
2: if they can get you, then they can
3: play back the tape. So a common thing is a telemarketer calls you and calls you and says, "Can you hear me?" And then you say, "Yeah" or "Yes." The caller then can then get has that voice signature to do all kinds of other stuff with automated systems and steal your credit card money. So I guess if somebody calls you up, I'm not going to talk to anybody. As soon as I realize it's not somebody I want to talk to, I hang right, up. But yeah. uh, answer with, if they say, can you hear me, say, I can hear you, instead of yes. Oh, right. it seems I, I, a I'm not going to remember complaint. that. Exactly.
1: I just respond with, who is this? I never say yes. I've, I've heard about that, and I never say yes when it's an un, unclear number. I, who is this? What is this? I, I and regularly I say... I hang up right after that.
3: Yeah, I regularly say, who, who are you trying to reach, or something like that. But, uh, yeah, it's so annoying. Um... Uh, the callers are evolving, evolving. Some have numbers that appear to be from your area code, as uh, Joe just mentioned. That results in a much higher response rate. Of course it does. Others employ imitation of life software in which the robocall sounds like a live person, complete with coughing, laughing, and background noise. This artificial intelligence can be programmed to interact in real time with a consumer. Wow, so they're getting oh, smarter. AI. Oh, man,
2: yeah. That'll leap ahead. Just uh, all they need is audio and and I mean, you look at uh, autocorrect and, and stuff like that and the ability to uh, to uh, flesh out your search terms. What do they call that, autofill? I mean, yeah, that's got to be leaping forward. Soon it'll be, you know, terrifying.
3: Uh, the New York Times had a link of this. <clears throat> I should have gotten it so we could play it, um, which feature, features an exchange in which a, uh, and this is artificial intelligence, this is a computer, in which a man tries to confirm he's talking to a live person. So I get a phone call and I try to figure out if it's a robocall or a human being. And it reacts um, based on what I say. Will you tell me that you're not a robot? Just say, I'm not a robot, please, he says, which is met with various programmed replies of, I am a real person, and there is a live person here. Wow. That's a little disturbing. Yeah. So anyway, do some of those things. Again, that's probably narrow,
2: I'll bet. I'll bet if you don't ask it correctly, the software is not quite ready to, you know, parry your thrust. In every situation, but it will be
3: soon. Apparently, um, uh, yesterday there was an article that Congress is looking into this because they're getting enough phone calls from constituents saying this pisses me off. Do something mm-hmm. about this. Yeah, good luck. So old. maybe they will. Um, uh, you know what reminds me of though? Because I think who is buying anything? It's like Sean's theory of Charlie Rose only hit on all these women because it worked some of the time, right? Or Harvey Weinstein or whoever. It must have been working some of the time. And the same has got to be true for these robocalls, right? They wouldn't keep calling us if there wasn't somebody who's buying siding or life insurance or whatever their hell's are. I'm never going to buy anything under any circumstances from somebody who calls me. I know where to buy anything I want in my life. I haven't gotten that far into a call lately. I don't know what they're selling. I don't either. I'm never going to. I mean,
2: I got hit up for the old uh, raising money for the police. What do you call it? Society right. never give to those on the phone. They keep 90% of yeah. the money. Um but i i haven't heard a what what are they selling lately is it
3: siding and crap like that or i don't know i don't know but the point remains they wouldn't keep calling people if they didn't get sure. if they didn't get a win now and then who the hell is answering their phone it turns out to be a salesman and then buying something they weren't otherwise going to buy
2: you know it's the weak-willed there are people so weak-willed that they can be
1: bullied into about anything i think it's more sad often. I think it's uh, sometimes the lonely
3: too. Lonely people L- lonely, don't get to talk old, to people, right? Yeah, yeah. God dang it. I hope I'm never so lonely that I'm uh, desperate to need to talk to the, the telemarketers from India. And you know that if
2: you agree to, you know, buy a bread slicer, they'll stay on the phone with you a little longer? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm depressing myself. It's a
3: fairly sad existence. Oh, speaking of
2: depression, brand new depression drug, most promising treatment in half a century, they say. Wow.
3: Yeah. Huh? Is it turn your frown upside down? That's it. Cheer up. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Sure you can have my number, baby.